Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Zumo Zumo Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Zumo Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and today we're going to Zumo, 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 Zoom, and this <laughs> is the Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. Brandon and friends host this podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Well, hello, everybody. Another week is here, and some Mm. people might see that as a bummer. Like, oh, the weekend's over? No sirs (laughs) and no's. Not when you got this kind of Monday to start. Not when a a few fellas are talking about the Zumo movie from 2022. Mm. That's right. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Bring on. Monday blues. Bring on the work week. (laughs) I got Zumo reviews to listen to. Uh, (laughs) Hi, everybody. Uh, It is your Monday, uh, maybe even Zumo, where we uh, check out Christmas movies from all sorts of different uh, networks and streamers and all of that wonderful stuff. Uh, but, of course, the best streamer around is Philo, where you can watch this show, all the Hallmarks, all the Lifetimes, all the Ups, and all the So Much Mores, which, by the way... Some even call it the Holiday Movie Hub. Some right? might say that, but it's also the All-Year Hub. All-Year Hub. And uh, I'm going to tease this right here, right now. Oh, boy. Dan and I might be diving into some other things Mm -hmm. that you can find on philo such as like um a monster tree house or something so you never know what's gonna happen like a sci-fi series on black holes you never know and and if you wanted to hear more about that the only place that you would find it would be philo philo that's exactly right talk about a tease talk about a a zumo movie in that tease (laughs) oh man are we in heaven Heaven could monday get here sooner (laughs) are we in heaven (laughs) Are there actual monsters in the treehouse? Because I would totally no watch comment. That. No comment. The tease has already been made. We can't go any <laughs> okay, further. Can't go any further. Leave it on the table there. That's, oh that's right. my goodness, uh, Alonzo, how are you, buddy? A big news I, over in your world. Yeah, tell us about it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just got a new gig, a website called thefilmverdict.com. They have been around for a couple of years. They are, uh, they've come, uh, the people who founded it have experience with the major trades, Variety, Hollywood Reporter, etc. And they really found that the trades have kind of, uh, let, you know, been missing out on something that they used to do a lot, which was to do a lot of reviews out of film festivals, you know, lately, uh, right and Hollywood Reporter particularly, you know, uh, have been kind of branching out more sort of lifestyle but those are magazines that really used to just be for people that were in the industry. Like, there's a reason why it's a joke that the Mary Wicks's housekeeper character in White Christmas starts reading Variety, because it just, that wouldn't be done if you only read Variety, if you, like, were literally directly in the show business. And, uh, and so they felt like that reviews out of festivals really serve a purpose. A lot of these smaller films coming from various parts of the world, uh, rely on those first festival reviews to get sales agents, to get distribution. And so they started this website that is entirely focused on reviews and for several years, they pretty much were just doing the international festivals, but they decided they wanted to kind of keep a hand in with what's coming out of Hollywood. So they have hired me as their chief U.S. film critic. Wow. And uh, starting in the next couple of weeks, I will be reviewing whatever like the big U.S. release of that week is. Okay. Look at you. Man. Man, that's exciting. Do you have to wear like a... 
like a robe and gavel because of verdict. Uh, yeah, I've got a full barrister wig, the <laughs> yeah. whole thing. Now, I will still be coming here every Monday to talk about uh, ridiculous movies like this with you, Chucklehead. That's well, because your salary here, your salary here is what brings the ba- home the bacon. Am I right? Uh, I, pretty much. I, I know where my, my bread is is margarine, if not butter. You know? uh, what's the website again? The film? Thefilmverdict.com. The film uh, you will be asked to sign up, but it's not a paywall they just want to be able to send you emails and stuff so please do and check my stuff out thank you fantastic that's very exciting they uh they the maybe we'll get on board there Ooh, yeah. No, no, no. We've been, you've well, been trying to scratch into the film criticism I'm industry. I'm a huge film critic. <laughs> <laughs> when the film verdict starts covering the Hallmark Christmas movies, I am there, Alonzo guy. still won't call Dang you. It. <laughs> is it because I liked uh, Noel Next Door? It is it because I liked Noel hurt. Next Door? No, it's because you liked the last two movies we covered that were god-awful. What did mm, we do last no. week that we were like, this is terrible. You're like, I loved it. What was that movie? Uh, the the people in the house and the thing and the... Oh, you know, yeah, they're the house. They're uh, the pines. The the yeah. Christmas in the pines. Christmas in the pines, yes. Yeah, how dare you. Unicorn Christmas you also gave a pass to. <laughs> the film verdict is in on you, sir. <laughs> You're guilty on all charges. <laughs> Speaking of uh, verdicts, if you sign up for Bramble Jam Plus, you can listen to Yo Gavel Gavel. Yeah, you can. Uh, which is where Dan yeah. and I watch uh, courtroom shows and uh, tell you all about them. And you also try like the to bracelet and i'm still burning him at the stake for that so we'll figure that out later i uh i'm behind on episodes stop spoiling sorry 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 sorry, sorry. um sometimes a movie uh just sneaks up on you that's all i'll say and and, and, and there's no explanations and brand's been praying harder since and been getting more blessings because of it so that's really good for him and i and i uh, wearing more jewelry No, I actually lost a bracelet in the process somehow. I don't know how it happened. Um, uh, my favorite Christmas tree uh, originally uh, dropped on Zumo. Yeah, it did. <laughs> on October 30th. Zoom, zoom, zoomo. Zoom, zoom, zoomo. Zoom, zoom, zoomo. Um, October 30th, 2022. So. Halloween's oh, coming up. Everyone's trying on their costumes, all making sure they're all zoom, zoom, zoom. ready to go. <laughs> I'm going to get my costume and I'm going to put on my favorite family, Chris, whatever it's called. And it went a little something like this. <laughs> Kyla uh, is a family tree spe- specialist. What would, what's the official She's a genealogist. Title? Genealogist. Uh, you get three wishes. <laughs> and uh, they that. Have to do with your family. <laughs> yes. Um, and she, like, makes family trees. Does she paint them? Like, what? That first one is she like. Goes, she's basically an ancestry.com. Yeah, but, real like, life. real hands on. Um, she's really good at her job, but the one family tree she can't figure out is her own. Um, her mom's backstory is a bit of a mystery. Her sister and her mom want to go to Mexico for Christmas, but she'd rather be in a winter wonderland like here at home. So when the opportunity arises to go research a Christmas tree farmer, she cancels the trip to Mexico and her and her sister go to the town. Uh, what's it called? Con, 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 conifer. 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 Uh, but uh, when uh, they get to the Christmas tree farm, the guy running it, Cody, is like, I don't have time for this. It's Christmas time. This is my busy season. Uh, Cody's dad is like, if you want to look into a mystery, 
looking at the mystery of the Silver Scott Pie. It is a tree that our family created, uh, but lost it in a flood, and it's we've never been able to replicate rain, it. Rain on my trees. Uh, Kyla's sister sees a hunk out of bed. I need you to stop. You know, I never say stop to Darza Clay, but right now I need you to stop. <laughs> If I lose my tree, Um, (laughs) Kyla's sister sees a hunk at a bakery and is very taken by him. Kyla goes to talk to a woman named Beverly at the records place, and she acts weird. (laughs) And is like, uh, let me look, let me look. Oh, no, there's nothing here. Come back during records hours. And then she goes and she takes one of the records from the top drawer brings it down to the drawer below the top drawer and puts it under some files <laughs> behind some behind but also under no, under, under a drawer but behind those files just flat in the back flat in the back the That's files right. the files are hanging and the she's putting a thing under under and under, behind under and behind um so that's weird. Cody agrees to hang out with Kyla for a day and answer questions. And they, uh, you know, they hang out for a little bit. But at the end of the night, he opens up about how the business is in danger. And his mom invites her and her sister over for dinner. Wow. Uh, Kyla finds out that there's a chance that she might be related to uh, a, a hot shot in the town from back in Princess the day. Princess Conifer. <laughs> Constance, uh, which Princess is Conifer Gentile. That's exactly right. Um, she used to live there, used to own the land or something. Uh, she decides to commit to digging up all the information she could possibly find, and she discovers that she looks like her. Whoa! So, what more do you need? Apparently, you need more if you're a uh, Chris, if you're a uh, family tree genealogist genie. <laughs> If you're a Christmas uh, tree, you're a genie. Um, so uh, Cody gets really into this investigation, which means he also really gets into Kyla. They hang out and they talk about Christmas memories and they lay in the snow and make snow angels. All things you do when you are genealoging. So uh, <laughs> Constance apparently owned the land. And so Kyla goes to try to find out about the sale. And apparently... There was no sale. No official sale ever actually happened. So the the government can now come in and take the farm. So she tells Cody this. Cody does not take it well. She goes to talk to Beverly, and Beverly is like, let me see if I have something here underneath these files. Yes, I do. Maybe even hidden files. And she opens it up, and she's like, this isn't really helpful. This is like a recipe for a tree. Does that interest anybody? And she's like, yes. So she brings uh, all the information about the Silver Scott Pine to Cody. And she's like, hey, I know the government might might come in and take this land. But if you can whip up some of these bad boys real fast, you might be able to sell them and then get the money to buy the land. You're looking at me for confirmation. Uh, Thank you. Uh, So that's good. Beverly brings more news to Kyla, her sister, and her mom, who is now in town. And uh, they are for sure related to Constance, which means that they're also related to the inn owner, Mm -hmm. which means that that Constance does have 
descendants, which means the farm is saved. Hey. That's as clear as crystal. <laughs> we save the farm. We, we save, save the farm. farm. Constance has descendants, so we save the farm. Save the farm. Um, Cody and Kyla make up, and he says, you know, if I'm going to be whipping up these trees, I'm going to need some help. Maybe you want to stay here. And she's basically just kind of like, I think we can make something work. And then they kiss. And the trees are there. And that, my friends, was my favorite Christmas tree. Yes. Yeah, we nailed it. Clear as crystal. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Brand we're going to come back. that movie. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll break this movie down with four segments here on Deck the Hallmark. Deck the Hallmark. I don't know, man. You just took the extra beat for the fun of it? Yes. It's called an artistic choice. You've never you, made you one in your know. life. You wouldn't know about an artistic <laughs> choice. <laughs> uh, y'all, welcome back uh, to Take the Hallmark. We're talking about my favorite Christmas tree on Zumo. Um, we all know Zumo. We knew it before today. Yeah, uh, we did. <laughs> let's. <laughs> Turns out it was already installed in my Roku. Well, there so you go. Easy peasy. That's right. It's like you two in that album. Exactly. Zumo comes pre-installed. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, let's break it down. Let's start with a hot take. I'll start with you, Alonzo. Alonzo, what did you think of my favorite Christmas tree? So, in the years that this program has existed, there's been kind of conversation about, do people make these movies knowing that one day you guys will be paying this much attention to them and trying to explain them? And I think that summary that you just heard pretty much lets you know that this movie just decided at some point that it was all going to make sense if we just kept moving fast enough. I appreciate the fact that they're trying to give us a Christmas mystery. There should be more yeah. of them, and I think there's a way to do that. But man, this movie, like I wanted Katie Porter and a whiteboard to come out and explain <laughs> what the connections were. Cause they throw around a lot of names of dead people and just assume that you're following, and you know, who owns what and who's got the least of the thing and who was a bootlegger. And ah. so, uh, yeah, I found all that really baffling for a movie who, who's supposed to like be experts. There's people supposed to be experts in family trees. They yes. just absolutely make a mess Ooh. of this thing. For yeah, sure. Like seriously, just like one, one graph would have really, I think helped immeasurably. <laughs> and then beyond that, like both of these leads, I think are charming on their own, but together they generate zero heat. Uh, this is like some of the least chemistry I've seen uh, outside of an actual married couple making one of these movies. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I just, I did not really get involved in the relationship much at all. So yeah, I, I admired what this movie was going for. I had a couple of feels, but overall, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a fine, a fine for me. Uh, I, I thought I had some, uh, I felt like they had some chemistry. Like when they're laying on the, sitting on the couch and they're kind of like looking at each other with weird, I, I was worried about their necks, but I thought that that was good. And they're laying in the snow and they're having some moments. Um, but they are fewer and far between. Um, I'm starting to realize why I'm not going to get hired for the, the film, film verdict. verdict. Um, but yeah, yeah. Overall, I, I thought it was fine. It is 
overly complicated for no reason. And maybe it's not, and I'm just never going to be a genie. But for me, it was just slightly uh, too confusing for my liking in a movie where the stakes aren't really that high. Um, he was never going to lose the farm. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The guy, like they, they make such a point of saying this it, Christmas tree farm is the backbone, the backbone of the city. Can you imagine the uproar, the uproar, the, the, the town would riot if the government took this land was never going to happen. If there's one thing that we learned from Christmas of the Pines, possession is nine tenths of the law. That's right. So I uh-huh. think that, that there other is tenth can kick rocks. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> so I don't know. It was just a fine for me um, overall. Dan? Uh, yeah. So uh, when my kids were a little bit younger, they would, uh, one of my kids in particular, when he was in the bathtub, would take all the towels he could find and just put them in the bathtub. Uh, and I would ask him why. And his answer made sense to him. <laughs> Uh, and that is the best I can figure for what they think is happening in this plot. That, that, that it makes sense to them. Uh, d- d- does it make sense to anyone else? No. Brian watched the movie separate from me. I came in this morning from teaching and he goes, so why did they get the land? <laughs> and, and I said, they're descendants of the woman in the picture. And he says, well, what is it? Look, don't try, don't put too much thought into it. The towels, dad, are all in the tub and they're all soaking wet and that's all that matters. That's all you need to know is we did it, it's done, and, and there you have it. That, that's it. We don't have any more information. Uh, the movie's really, really bad. Um, I is, thought the towels would like the it. The towels <laughs> needed to be soaked. Sopping wet. <laughs> they are, they are, they are useless if dry. Dry. Useless. Ooh. What are you going to do? Dry yourself off? Get you got to sponge those bad boys. All of them. I, I need just the thread count through the roof. I, listen. Work with me on this. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I put one towel in and I was like, needs a buddy. Uh, I Listen, I, it has two things going for it. One, real snow. Has real snow. Yes. We'll talk about that in the fields. And then two, Giles Panton never gets to be the lead. And I thought as a lead, he was admirable. I did not think that they had chemistry. But I thought Giles Panton, from a guy that's been in 100 Hallmark movies and he's seen how the leads operate, he got the bit and understood his role and he did it fine. So those two things I will give a, a, a thumbs up to. The rest of this is a bunch of soaking towels in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be quite fine seeing him in more. more yeah, uh, for more sure. Me too. Good job. Uh, let's get to the feels. Alonzo? Uh, yeah, Giles Patton, I was not surprised to learn that he does a lot of like animation voices because there are moments where he'll just say something and it's like, is there a narrator now? Like that, he's <laughs> yeah. got he's got he's got very majestic voice. Uh, yeah, actually, weirdly, my two moments of feels were ones that Brand just brought up. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. That moment where we see their heads fall backwards onto the couch and it's shot upside down. Can we call that a s'moresgasm? <laughs> because sure can. Really, that's what's happening. They just ate a bunch of s'mores and then they're yeah. like, oh, like, <laughs> what is happening in this movie all of a sudden? Zumo, so, yeah. Zumo specializes in the s'moresgasm. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Like you uh, know, uh, the, the the graham cracker was eventually event, was originally invented to stop people from pleasuring themselves. Google it. But uh, clearly, they have found a way around. We're learning one. things we didn't need to learn. <laughs> That's the filmverdict.com. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then he's going to be seeing like, an independent film about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I liked the snow angel scene until they started making snow angels. Like, I love the fact they fell backwards in the snow. They were looking at each other, having this conversation. I thought, oh, oh, this would be so nice if for once we did. Oh, no, here we go. Yeah. And yeah. so, you yeah, know, yeah. The, the, the snow angels, I guess you can't not do it. So fine. But even until then, I was definitely down for it. And, and when it finally happened, it didn't ruin the scene for me. But, you know, <laughs> a little disappointed. <laughs> but, yes, real snow. Uh, definitely big ups for that. Big ups big for, ups the, big for the big snow. snow. Um, my feels is something that just resonated with my soul. Um, the Cody's dad, he's asked like how he likes like how he likes being in the business, blah blah blah, and he's like uh, says something like, "I can't think of a better job than working in the business of Christmas. I don't think I've ever worked a day in my life." And daggum right, daggum right, as somebody who gets to watch Christmas movies at a minimum one day a week, daggum right, preach. Never work a day in your life if you're watching Christmas movies for a living. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, Dan? Daniel. Dan? <laughs> you love it. You love it. Hard disagree. You love it. The har the hardest eighty four minutes of my week is watching a Christmas movie. So that does make it a good job. But good lord, man. Uh, You're yeah. saying you've worked a day in your life. This I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you add up all those eighty four minutes, it, uh, the shot from above of them laying in the snow is one of my favorite shots in any of these movies I've ever seen. It is a mm. great looking shot, and they do ruin it because the movie's bad. But it's wide, so you know yep. they've not faked the snow. There's a ton yep. of snow on the ground. You can see their breaths. You can see that they're cold, and it's real snow. And that gave me legitimate winter Christmas feels. And so it needed to be mentioned here. I do work occasionally, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get to hang out with me, bud. That's true. Hanging come out on. with the best, bud. Can't beat that. Come on. Uh, uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back, and we will get to the Wait What's and the Zumo sumo Wrestling. <laughs> I'll take the hallmark. We need Zumo information. <laughs> Well, hi, everybody. Welcome hi. back. Uh, we're talking Zumo about... Zumo, you didn't? Oh, <laughs> no, 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 Zumo, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, let's get to the wait what's. Alonzo, uh, anything sticking out to you? Oh, a couple. Uh, the opening sequence, well, not the opening sequence, but the early on sequence where uh, Kyla and her sister and mom are decorating the tree and they're talking about the hand-me-downs that came from the grandmother. Every single ornament on that tree is about five minutes old. <laughs> like they all came from like Ross Dress for Less or something, but like there's not an heirloom among them. I'm sorry, movie. Don't even with that. Um, I love that the genealogist shows up at the tree farm. And yes, there's the sort of funny misunderstanding because of the bad connection that that she's a she's not a horticulturalist, but that if immediately the dad gets her on the case of the missing, you know, Scott's uh, pine. Uh, it's like, what? Like, does he just say this to everybody who shows up? Hey, can you help me figure out the Scott's Pine mystery? You just throw um, it out there as often as possible, and one day you'll meet a Kyla. I, I believe I so. the quote is, Alonzo, you don't have to be a horticulturist. You just have to have a nose for the details. <laughs> Okay, yeah. great. So, oh, you're a reporter. Great. Listen, we need somebody that knows plants to figure out what happened to this tree. Or, hear me out. That doesn't matter. As long as you have a nose for the details, you can hop right onto this case here. 
Yeah, research is research, you know, like uh, potato, potato. Who That's cares? like, you don't need to be a film critic. You just need to like love movies. Yeah. Can you take notes in the dark? You're in. Uh, okay. There are a lot of comic sans signs in this town did you guys notice this <laughs> i did and like not even not even comic sans but like child with a router like that there's a there's a the the tree farm has a weird sign the the b&b has a sign in the same like loopy dumb font i'm like eh. somehow when you say establish 1808 it it takes away the credibility of that when you have written that phrase in a font that looks like, you know, a child did it with their first circular saw. Um, he tells her that the next day is the busiest day on the farm or, or that the day she's coming, the busiest day on the farm cannot deal with it. And there's not a soul there. And then even later when people do show up at the farm, it's like five people. It's a big farm, Alonzo. It's a big I, farm. Clearly, there are, I guess, many other tree vending areas, and those are packed. But yes, we're not yes. going to put the camera there. We're going to be over you here. You can tell no by the five is. people that went on the tour. Just you never do see <laughs> a person buy a tree at the farm. Never, which I did once. think was an interesting choice. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, that that just seemed like is this a shared delusion or is the movie just not eh, whatever? Uh, she gets uh, uh, horned into judging a tree decorating contest mm -hmm. that her sister is participating That's right. in, yep. <laughs> and yeah, her like buddy at the library slash office records thing. I'm like that. There seems like a lot of. I guess in a small town, there's no getting around conflicts of interest, but. Frankly, I think the hard-hitting Christmas joy uh, attacked this issue uh, much more clearly that you have to get a ringer in uh, who doesn't know everybody in town already. Uh, I love that there's a government office open on Christmas Eve because that's a thing As they for should. sure. Oh, yeah. Um, when she tells him, oopsie, I think the government owns your farm now, um, he goes from zero to furious yes, in he like does. no time at all. It's yeah. like, you know, when they get together at the end, I'm like, I would maybe red flag yeah. these anger issues because that's a lot for something that you innocently bumbled into, you know? Well, when, and like when, when she told him what she had done before, what the outcome ended up being, uh, he was like, well, yeah, that was, yeah, that's, that's a, really a good smart thing, thing to do. That's a Go, really yeah, smart thing sure. for you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, apparently you don't ask too much about land records <laughs> right. in Michigan. This no. is the lesson of the film. Apparently. Yeah, it sure is. Everything was a handshake. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> Michigan is a mitten and everything's a handshake. <laughs> maybe, you, maybe you've seen it. Hello. Finger legs. Uh, and then finally, I thought by the end of the movie, we might learn why the mother was so very disinterested in digging up her own family tree, but no. Nah. <laughs> Not important. Just gets us from A to B. I, I do like that the mustard thing was just a running gag and they didn't feel the need to dig into it more deeply. No, they did not. Beyond that, there's a lot of like, wait, how did we get here and why is no yeah. one interested? Or uh, Anyway, yeah. that's all I've got. Uh, I have a few. Uh, her boss comes to her at the beginning of this movie and is like, we really got to you know, do something. We got to, right after the Christmas holiday, we've got to get out there and figure out this tree thing or something. I don't know. And she's like, well, what if I did it before Christmas? What if I canceled my Mexico trip? <laughs> and he could not be happier yeah. to hear that his employee is going to cancel their Christmas holiday out of the country so she can go spend Christmas at a little Christmas tree farm 
What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> she, she's a tryhard. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. Um, what's up? What's up with Beverly? And Ugh. I know you could just stop it there. Yes. In spe- specific <laughs> for me, has, has she known that she's had the scotch pine papers the whole time, the whole time. And she, what did she think? Cause she, cause I want to remind I, you what ha, what at, earlier she sees this uh, folder and says, Ooh, yeah. she acts like a murderer and she like, and she hides it <laughs> yeah, as I, if she well, knows that she has something special. I don't know that she's ever opened that file folder. I think she just wanted to keep it out of the hands of dun dun dun, a potential developer. I think yeah yeah yeah. Are you a look? You have to be upfront about that if you yes. are the law you are required says, by law. <laughs> if right. I ask you, that's right. You can't lie about something like that, uh, even if you're a police officer. No. If you if you can't, um, I will say this. Here's what the movie wanted you to think. They wanted you to think that she knew. Uh-huh. That yeah. the government actually owned the land, and she was keeping it a secret on behalf of the family, and she thought this person was going to uncover that. But the reason that doesn't make any sense is is that why would you show it to her at all later on? Like at later on, why would you then go? Yeah, here's the information. Turns out the government does, it. and she looks surprised when she finds that information. Yeah. There is no reason for her to be asking, acting as shady as she's acting early in this movie. She is acting like there's a body underneath that file cabinet. <laughs> there is. I thought. I, I thought she was the other half of the mustard feud. Somehow, yeah, and she was like going to stick it to this other gal. You know. Yeah, just co- Beverly, calm it down a little bit because you're <laughs> acting like there's some serious crimes being committed. It is weird to hide a a folder full of information that you don't know what it is but also to hide it one drawer down <laughs> where if someone comes in there and looks breaks in they're gonna find it yeah what is moving it down a it, down one go if you're gonna safe anywhere if you're gonna put it under the folders anyway why not just keep it in the same drawer what is moving it down one drawer it's like that thing where like if you under, if you reshelve a book in the library in the wrong place it's lost forever oh, you yeah, know yeah. It's that, that concept that, I, I did get a chuckle out of uh, the fact that she's so busy at the records office she doesn't remember <laughs> that she did that <laughs> she's worried looking at the top drawer and she's like where did i put it two days <laughs> Ago. Oh, no. I hide so many files around here. Where did I hide this one? My day got out of hand in a hurry. It's been days. I, 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 that brings me to my next one, which is uh, it is relatively reckless to bring out the papers with the scotch pine recipe on it while it's snowing liquid yeah like snow yeah. melts yeah. on the paper one that's, sheet of paper. that's gone forever <laughs> this guy's just like we finally found it as it's oh, just no. just dumping snow uh last but not least what's up with santa's mic stand i don't this isn't for anybody who's listening and didn't watch the movie but did you guys notice this mic stand no that is mm like uh, angled oh no it was at his belly button is that his belly button yeah. it's at an angle the st- the the legs aren't f- flat no. they're like this and then the stands <laughs> like this i i don't i don't un- no, under- that, understand how it happens there's like no world where that microphone is picking up his voice there's, <laughs> there's no world where it happens i don't understand how that stand is even standing physically i don't think the math or the science 
plays out. Dan? Um, I'm pretty sure all the other nominees in this category can go home because I think we found the sibling of the year. And oh, yeah. It is the sister who not only doesn't go to Mexico and instead goes to BFE Michigan, but does so with a smile on her face, joy in her heart, and on the prowl looking for the single dudes. She does fall in love. I didn't uh, she, that. she is making lemonade from lemons like no one I've ever seen before. If I had gone to a foot of snow Michigan in nothing wrong with Michigan beautiful place instead of Mexico I would have been miserable the whole time and she's there most scenes for no reason at all just to have a smile on her face and tell you she's the sister that's why and she doesn't doesn't complain at all it's unbelievable very very impressed um she cracks this case open because she's taking a picture of Giles Panton. She's like, oh, let's do some shots. Like, no, don't put your arms crossed. Like, be fun. I don't, it turns into a photo shoot. I don't know what happens, but it turns into a photo shoot. And she stops and freezes like it's a CSI up, and the guy just real, puts the case together. And the thing that cracks the case for her is a brick building. <laughs> Like, just the outside, just the brick on the outside. Like, it is so rare that that brick looks the same as a black and white photograph. Um, I don't know. Uh, Alonzo, you did mention this. They are going ham on s'mores. They are going so hard. They, They show them... They they keep showing them lighting more s'mores up in the in the oven. Over they show it six times at four s'mores uh, marshmallows a pop. They have made no less than two dozen s'mores. <laughs> two dozen. That's it. That that that's a lot of s'mores for they, two people. For two people. Look, you eat as much as you want. No judgment here. We just went hard at some Korean barbecue hot pot today. Brian Harold and I, we must have ordered 12 plates of pork bulgogi. I'm not here to judge anybody. But the two of you have eaten a meal and you went for 24 s'mores? <laughs> That's a lot. Come on. That's man. impressive. That is so impressive. And not only that, is it full? Like are they like you're not like sometimes I'll do like a s'more and then I'll pop some chocolate like no, they I'll are they are going they they are doing it. So that's are, a fully con- twenty four fully constructed that, s'mores. That's enough graham crackers to keep them from being pleasured for years. S'more <laughs> <laughs> wise, s'more s'more wise, s'mores wise, guys. <laughs> Come Lord. on, they're not open face. We're talking yeah. two crackers. Get your mind out of the zoomo. <laughs> no. Anyway, the, the, listen. The, the thing about this is is also, and I'm not as big a s'mores fan as I probably anyone else here, but. Are sprinkles a part of the s'mores equation? I have never done it. <laughs> Is it now on my to-do list? Yes. They, yes. Have they, you done it, Aaron? Sprinkles on s'mores. No, no, she and it'd be one thing if you just see them put little sprinkles on the s'mores. They bring out a, a cart of sprinkles so that you have four or five different sprinkle options for your s'mores. And well, when you're making 24 of them, you want That's right. Choices. You got a little variety. <laughs> got to have a little variety. That's in true. There. You got to spice it up. 
Um, I know that, white that we're uncovering documents <laughs> that are a century old. This is the shortest last will and testament of all time. Uh, it is maybe half a page, handwritten in quill pen in the 1900s. I, I there's That's a nothing bad last will. <laughs> yeah, there, this, there's nothing. There's nothing legally binding about this at all. Mm. Like nothing that anyone would be like. This is the real deal. Mm. It, it is. It is just. It, it only has the pertinent information on it and nothing else at all. Um, and then didn't notarize it. Yeah. Nothing. And I believe Beverly gets to deliver the humdinger of a line, which is land ownership here is tricky. Yeah. Are you guys in a different world than the rest of us? Are you playing by your own rules here where you get to decide these weird hoops for land ownership that aren't the same for, for everyone else? Well, normally, yes, property taxes, a deed, a notary, lawyers, all needed. But here, here in this town, it's just tricky. It's tricky. You couldn't possibly understand the ins and outs of land ownership here in Conifer. Um, so that was a... That was a a lot. Yeah. It's time for Zoom Mo You Didn't. It's where we talk about any questions that we still have. Alonzo. Well, my, my first question is, Brand, do you know what a conifer is? No. It is a cone-bearing tree. It's like a whole a set of trees. That's right. That, you know. Great. Anyway, just Thanks. throwing that out there. Oh, I, I really appreciate that. Sure. The, okay, these movies are educational. Uh, they absolutely you? are. You know, Brian's <laughs> always looking for things to learn. And so maybe I <laughs> should be too. Yes. Uh, the big question here, which I think the movie really kind of paints itself in the corner of is, are our two romantic leads related? Yeah. Ooh. I had that written down. And I, I it was a possibility, but the way I understood, and this is four or five towels deep into the bathtub at this point, but <laughs> the way I understood it was that the land, uh, they had purchased the land from that woman. They were not related uh, to that woman. Okay. But once again, it's very murky, <laughs> very murky. I'm just saying, I think a blood test might be in order before they take things too far because uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know who anybody is by the end of this thing. That's true. That's true. Uh, they don't call it the mustard situation for no reason. Uh, I don't know what I mean by that, but you can figure it out. Um, so at one point in this movie, he's talking about um, how basically their business they take trees places sometimes and a lot of other christmas tree farms are starting to sell to big box realtors yeah. i mean uh, retail uh, stores not realtors, realtors. Uh, maybe they are big I don't box know. realtors <laughs> they'll get you man um <laughs> get you and he says but that doesn't feel right for us and i just kind of want to be like why why does it not feel right to sell your trees to the big box stores if like you're literally out of options yeah to it, save your there's small batch farm to table you know uh, yeah it's not like yeah i don't i don't understand i i don't know i don't I know i mean i guess the idea of somebody buying them and then marking them up for someone else to buy them if you're but out he's of get, options he's to getting save a, your farm i'm not against it but the idea that they've always been doing this for the people but the he blah, says blah, that blah. they they bring them to places that then they sell but once it gets to big box they don't want to get in get in bed with big box yeah it's like how we want you to buy your book our, our book i'll be Home sure Christmas movies which is available anywhere we say buy it from your local book right store, if it, possible it but is available yeah but we we have it available everywhere so that's all i'm saying why not both yeah it, just because you go to big box doesn't mean that you can't sell right. to the small town yeah. uh uh, uh, uh realtors stands. realtors if you will <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know if he's in a place uh, to to be yeah. like, no, no, sir, not here. No way, no how. No way, no how. See ya. <laughs> Tree lots, but not big lots. Right. That's exactly okay. right. Yeah, nicely done. Um, is she? Are we in to understand she's moving to Conifer? I don't know. Is man. she moving there? Because her genealogy Listen, when business your cousin is going to the ground. When your cousin invites you to move to town, you you take your cousin up on that the offer. The best I can figure is there are two families in Conifer, yeah. and she knows the genealogy of both of them. So Mary I don't think she's going to be able to do anything with her degree uh, if she moves to Conifer, and I'm a little concerned she's giving up her dream for their dream. That's well, but saying. I don't know how far away this because the she they live in the same state. It is Michigan. Yeah, so the I don't Michigan know. They'll, I, they'll need better Wi-Fi on the farm if will. the phone reception is that bad. Yeah, that's they right. Will. The phone they reception's will. weird bad, too. It's like a <laughs> snow screen on TV back in the antenna days on your phone. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those situations. It's like you're talking about a white noise machine. And maybe yeah. maybe it'll come through if you listen well, real yeah, hard. Th- th- this movie came from a company called Real One Entertainment, and I know it's not a Big Johnson, but I think we could if this if this if we see more than we like. Well, that was a real one. That ah, I mean. was a real That's one. A real one. That was a real one. Mm. Uh, we did, everybody. Congratulations. Next week we're going over to Pluto. Yeah, Pluto. We uh, this movie did premiere on Pluto. It does seem like it is streaming in a lot of different places now, though. So pick your poison. A merry single Christmas. A merry single Christmas. A merry single Christmas. Uh, So there you go. That's what we're doing next week. Uh, And until then, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.